0: Good morning, everybody. You hear the music. Yeah, it's that time. Our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast here at the studios of GFBS. And again, we sit down with our realty expert, John Brodine. John, how are you, man?
1: Hey, John. Good to be in the studio with you guys.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, what have you been doing the last couple of weeks? Haven't seen you in a while.
1: Yeah, I've uh, been really busy, especially for this time of year, actually. Um, so I've been running around, meeting with lots of buyers and sellers, um, and yeah, busy doing my thing, training, uh, yeah. all the stuff I do outside of work. And,
0: um, I, I, I don't want to bring it up, but I'm going to, uh, you had the COVID vaccine and, and oh, yeah. kind of, uh, affected yeah. you. You don't have to go through what you told me, but, um, man, it, it, it sounds like it almost scares me to get one.
1: Yeah, it's, and I read up on it a little bit. So like my lymph nodes in my armpit went crazy and I had a bunch of swelling in my armpit. Um. Yeah, and but it, it was the weirdest thing.
0: You almost had to get one of those bros. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Kind of looked like I I needed a, a sports bra for a little bit.
0: Uh, but you're all good now, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <it's>, good. <laughs> so
1: yesterday, yesterday, but it hung around for a little bit. So yesterday, so I got it Friday. Yesterday was the first day it like went down some. Mm-hmm. And then today it's quite a bit better. Still not all the way back to normal, but freaked me out yeah well started, at least you
0: got to stay home for the weekend while you were going through that yeah
1: exactly <laughs> exactly well it was pretty swollen on monday still so i'm sitting there and like it, it kind of hurts to put my arm at my side uh-huh. at the office well, i told wow. my the guys at the work uh, at the office about it they, they sure thought it was funny so,
0: <laughs> it, it, it's funny but it's not yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. you know least,
1: i i you know normally when you like google something bad health wise that happens to you. Uh-huh. you just go down a wormhole and you come yeah. out of it thinking <laughs> you have cancer or something but
0: are you one of those guys that google symptoms a lot
1: I don't like to do that no because it normally scares the crap out of <laughs> I know. me but when i googled this the first thing that showed up is people were other people had experienced the same thing
0: this is kind of a regular side effect for some
1: yeah for some it just and it, it makes sense because your your lymph nodes freak out cuz they're mm-hmm. fighting off you know the infection or whatever it is so your lymph nodes swell up and there's a lot of lymph fluid and all that um yeah it was just it was just so, so
0: what so was that your first shot or your second first shot, shot first okay shot. well maybe you should have the second shot on the other side maybe you'll uh, even things out <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> I thought this. i said the same thing i was like geez, I don't even really want to get the second shot now. Like, what if it's even worse? What if it happens? Yeah, what if it happens on both sides?
0: Yeah, you end up making some of the ladies jealous. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, let's talk about realty stuff, all right? Uh, You're our realty expert for Berkshire Hathaway. (laughs) Yeah. What's the market like now, John? The market is super, super hot. Okay.
1: Um, so just, just to put it in perspective, there's 138 listings on the market in ground forks. And that even includes the houses that have accepted offers that are waiting to pass home inspection. 138 listings on the market. Wow. Um, 50, and this was a couple, this is uh, based off of March 1st, when I did my market update. If okay. If you want to watch the whole market update, you can go to my Facebook. But um, so 58 homes went pending during February. So that's actually a pretty busy month of February. Like last February 46 homes went pending. Uh the year before only 40 went pending in February. The year before that, 65. So that was in 2018. That was a pretty busy February. So um yeah, it's it's not like there's any less activity, but inventory is so much lower. 138 listings on the market. Last February, 257 listings on the market. Wow. Um, the February before that, 2019, and this when I record these numbers, it's at the end of February. So um, 281 listings on the market at the end of February of 2019. Um, At the end of February 2018, 263 listings on the market. So in order to find a month, you have to go all the way back to 2015 when there was fewer listings on the market than what we have right now. And that was at the end of March of 2015 when there were 112 listings on the market.
0: So what caused the big change? Um, things
1: are going really fast. Things are moving fast. There's lots of activity. Fewer people who maybe aren't serious about selling are putting their houses on the market. Maybe in years past, people were like, oh, I'll put my house out there at a high number. And if we get what we want for it, we'll move. You know, not the best strategy, but people were doing it. Mm-hmm. Um this year with COVID, way fewer people are doing that because they don't want strangers walking through their home. They're not putting the house on the market unless they're really serious about selling. Sure. Um, but aside from that, I mean, interest rates are also driving high demand, which is causing houses to get bought up faster. It, it, but other than that, it's kind of it's kind of tough to tell what exactly is causing inventory to be so low because um, it's not like the activity has been way above and beyond. Um, you know what's typical? Like we only saw we saw forty-two homes go pending during December. Um, Sixty-two went pending during January, which is pretty high for January. Fifty-eight went pending. So That's a little above normal, but it's not like we're seeing double the amount of houses accept offers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are seeing about half the amount of houses on the market right now.
0: Okay, um, I was actually uh, at a seminar last week, okay. <clears throat> and it was um, it had to do with flipping houses and things like that. Uh, yep. and um, we were talking about inventory. Mm-hmm. And I, I asked him, uh, I said, well, I, I'm pretty sure because uh, I'm kind of learning stuff from you guys yeah, here. Yeah. But I said, I'm pretty sure inventory is low here. And you make this sound so easy to just go out and find something to flip and this and that. And he said, inventory is low across the entire United States. Is that still true?
1: I So I don't follow the national market very closely. Real estate's hyper local. Mm-hmm. So you could have a market where, um, you know, in, in a certain, you know, in a certain subdiv- or uh, uh, in a certain suburb of Chicago, mm-hmm. the market's terrible, and there's oh, a bunch sure. of listings sitting around. And then in a different neighborhood in Chicago, uh, you've got a, a super hot market with low inventory, and everybody wants to get into that neighborhood. Um, you could have, you know, New York City real estate is hurting really bad, but then in the Midwest, real estate's doing great. Mm-hmm. So it's, but I guess na- uh, from what I have heard, nationwide inventory is way down, um, and that's. Interest rates are low across, sure. across the country. You know, they bumped up just a little bit a few days ago. So now they're at a, right around three for a 30-year fixed rate conventional. Still very low. Very low. That is something that affects the whole country. So demand is high across the whole country. Um, but there could be things happening in local markets where not every local market is going to be the
0: same. That's so it, inventory in Graham Forks, how is that looking? Extremely low. It is. Yep. Yep, And, 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 you know, it's funny because uh, we have been saying this ever since we started these biweekly podcasts that uh, I think maybe you could kind of foresee that coming because of the interest rates being so low. Yep.
1: Yep. That's a big driver in the market. And this is one of those prices here rise fast Mm -hmm. and then they kind of plateau. Then they might rise fast again and then they might kind of plateau. Um, The the condition that causes prices to rise is when there's a shortage of inventory. Um, That's when... All the houses start selling for more because they're, you know, they become more valuable due to scarcity right? mm-hmm. um, and that can happen. And then maybe more houses start hitting the market. The market balances out because there's more inventory. It's not too often that you see prices actually drop in ground forks. Like if you look over the last, you know, 10 years, mm-hmm. um, it's, you're not going to in the Midwest in general, it's a more stable market where you see rises, maybe plateaus, even if it's a dip, it's a slight dip on the coasts, or maybe in more like vacation markets. They're they're a little more at the mercy of like the you know the national and international economy. Mm-hmm. When you know because it, let's say it's in a vacation market, the only time those houses are going to be a really hot commodity is if lots of people around the country have a bunch of extra money to be able to buy a vacation home. And what's the first thing you sell if you're in, if in trouble financially is you sell your vacation home first. Yep. And that's probably at the same time that not very many people are buying vacation homes. So you might see those markets go boom, 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 boom. Still over the last 30 years, they've probably gone up in value quite a bit. Okay. But you you see more peaks and valleys. The Midwest, more stable.
0: Okay, so with low inventory, does that mean the house or the prices of these houses, does that make them go up yes. then? Because there's less to pick from?
1: Yes. Um, and then the thing is, when a house sells, it does have to appraise and the appraisers are using past sold comps. So that's one of the things that kind of keeps it in check and keeps it from going up really fast because there might be the demand that warrants a house selling for 300, even all the comps say based on the square footage and the upgrades and, you know, the neighborhood and the age and style that it should really be only like, you know, 285. Um, Sometimes this is the time where you're more likely to see low appraisals okay um, because you might see values rising faster than the appraisals can catch up because the appraisers always have to be looking at the past sold
0: costs. Sure. Sure. So basically it is up even after you've got your appraisal it's up to the buyer to basically say well I'll up my offer then. Is that right?
1: Sometimes and we're still not seeing that too commonly if an appraisal comes in low more often than not um you know the seller has to reduce to the appraised value in order to get it sold because that, uh, in order for a buyer to uh, pay above appraised value, they have to have the cash for their down payment, their closing costs, and then they have to have the additional cost to make up the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, you know, so it's, it's a whole bunch of extra cash to close that they have to come in with. If a buyer has an ability to do that and maybe they're in multiple offers and they really want to win this house and maybe they feel the house is even, it's really fairly priced and they know there's a ton of interest on it, there's three other offers, they might say, hey, we'll we'll pay $10,000 over appraised value, um, you know, not to exceed the purchase mm-hmm. price. So then even if it appraises ten grand below the asking price, they're guaranteeing that the seller is still going to get their asking price.
0: Okay. Um, you know, everybody's going through the winter blahs or the winter blues or whatever you want to call them. Uh, you know, we had uh, 50 degrees yesterday. That's pretty And nice. the forecast is looking fantastic. They're talking 60 possibly by the weekend. Does that kind of wake everybody up a little bit when it comes spring and we start getting the nice weather again and people start getting outside does that kind of wake up the whole you know with what you do
1: i think a little bit um i think the school year schedule probably has the most impact on it Mm -hmm. because there's so many families that want to move before school starts sure in in august um but the weather definitely has something to do with it, and everybody knows that you know s- spring season is kind of when people get out and moving again, and that's when they're thinking about buying their next home. So that's maybe when they start thinking about it and start looking online, and you know maybe um, you know, before they're ready to really start looking, maybe they visit an open house or two, um, that sort of thing. So the weather will definitely You know, impact that. Well,
0: I know one thing that the weather has changed at my house. I realize now that I don't have a yard. I have a dog pasture (laughs) and you can really see it now Uh, because all the snow's disappearing so fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what's the rest of your week like? Um,
1: I think I'm going to be in here on Friday with you guys again. Um, Lots of meetings with sellers talking about, you know, getting their homes listed, talking about buying their next home um i'm busy which makes the weeks fly by for me so. got a busy day today too yeah pretty busy today got someone coming into the opposite too um going to the gym at five forty-five. so yeah
0: is that kind of your daily thing Five ish at the gym
1: depends on the day some days it's seven some days it's five forty-five. okay so, yeah some but, days i get in there a little early too
0: but five days a week
1: yes oh, yeah five days a week um Two classes on Thursday, two classes on Saturday. At Holy. Jitsu gym. So.
0: You're even doing Saturdays.
1: Oh, yeah. Saturday. That's like my favorite day.
0: What an animal. Man, I, <laughs> I tell can't you. I can
1: wait to get in there on Saturday.
0: <laughs> How do we get a hold of John Brodine, Realty Expert at Berkshire Hathaway?
1: 701 213 5428. That's my cell phone number. Follow my Facebook page, too, John Brodine, Berkshire Hathaway Realtor.
0: Um, I post monthly market updates, all sorts of good stuff. Well, so, you are a numbers kind of stats guy. So you know it. Check it out, right? Yeah. All right, there you go, John Brodine. And that is the first half of our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. John claims he's going to be back on Friday. Always like sitting down with him. Remember, what's the phone number one more time? 701-213-5428. Call or text me. There you go, John Brodine. Thank you very much for coming in, John, and uh, looking forward to sitting back with you again on Friday. And until then, have yourself a wonderful rest of the week.